quiet residential neighborhood in Nashville, Tennessee, the people of St. Andrew's Anglican Church carry on the faith of Jesus Christ as their forebears have for generations. Central to their life is the proclamation of the gospel and the celebration of the sacraments. Let's join their priest, Father Jim Gwill, as he stands beside the Southern Cross. These are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve Him night and day within His temple. And He who sits upon the throne will shelter them with His presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. The Lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and He will guide them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. What a marvelous image for this day that we celebrate the communion we have between the saints and us through the church. For at least 1,500 years, Christians have gathered on this day to focus on this great fact of life. We are really three churches in one, the church militant, represented by us here in this room, the church expectant, those who await their reunification with us and at God at Christ's second coming, and the church triumphant, those who rest in the presence of the Holy Trinity now. The church triumphant is who we really celebrate this day. The rest of us are all still waiting. For God our Father is always pulling us to the future and our final eternal life with Him and all His saints. Our immortal souls are created at the moment of conception for eternal existence. Therefore, everyone who has been born, baptized, and died in the Christian faith, or was visited by Christ and accepted Him when He descended into hell, celebrates with us tonight the glory of God who has made all things. We are encompassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses, this company of heaven, whom with angels and archangels, we will celebrate Jesus' one eternal sacrifice for all our sins this evening. The church at the sacrament of heaven, as Christ's bride here on earth, is celebrated this night. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost have been made manifest in the lives of those whom we can't see tonight. Their witness to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, whether in celebrated martyrdom, care for the poor and downtrodden, or in their vision into the mystery of our salvation, brings to life for us the gospel of our salvation, that good news. This feast celebrates the lives of those whom you are not, I may have known, but do not have that saint with a capital S in front of their names just yet. People who have lived their faith quietly, have worked and raised families and guided new souls into the new life of this world of Jesus Christ, the paths of righteousness. People who, in spite of pressure from society, or work, or peers, or through crises of faith, have by the grace of God stood fast in their love of God. From the halls of power to the homeliest of houses, from quiet cloisters to the lonely duty of a soldier, from the controlled chaos of family life to the prayerful quiet of the solitary, the faithful men, women, and children of the ages have carried forward for us the light of the gospel for a world yearning for the truth of the love of God through Jesus Christ. Whether those who have gone before us have suffered blood martyrdom or the martyrdom of ridicule and abuse for their beliefs, either from strangers or perhaps their family or friends, 
Their fate is our fate as well. This is a fate to be united before the throne of God in white robes washed with the tribulations and trials of our lives and to have God himself, God himself, wipe away our tears. Standing by us, as he always has, will be the Lamb who's been both our shepherd and our sacrifice. We pray for those who've gone before us and they pray for us. These prayers of the Holy Ghost rise and are presented by Jesus to our Father that we all may be strengthened through God's grace for our life's journey. As we read in Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. We can, therefore, rejoice that our lives through Jesus and all the saints are lifted up in prayer, love, and encouragement, all the grace and love of God. Thanks be to God. Now may the words of my mouth, the meditations of our hearts, be always accept on your subtle Lord our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen.